Hi there, my name is Gareth Thomas. I'm the President, CEO, and Director of West Haven Gold Corp. West Haven is solely focused on what's known as the Spences Bridge Gold Belt in southwestern British Columbia. Gareth, good to see you. I know you're at the uh, Beaver Creek Conference there. You've got a few meetings lined up for the, you know, over the, over the next few days. So um, thanks for making the time. It's super early in the morning as well. Appreciate that. Hey, but some hot news off the press this morning. What is it? Yeah, we are uh, very um, happy to announce. We just uh, rain, uh, we've been working on this for quite some time here, but we, we arranged a nice financing deal with with Franco Nevada. Um, it it equates to uh, about you know just just shy of eight million US, seven point seven five million US, which which equates to just over ten million Canadian, and that's for uh, we're we're selling a two percent uh, NSR on our shovel now. In fact, all our projects to to Franco Nevada. And we're also selling uh, our two and a half percent NSR we have on Talisker ground to them for uh, seven hundred fifty thousand US. So yeah, once again, just uh, over ten million US, and I think that's or sorry, just over ten million Canadian. But it's also uh, important to note that where we are in, in BC with the uh, mineral exploration tax credit, we get thirty percent back. So these being hard dollars, so that you know really equates to about thirteen million. Uh, in cash we have here, and that that gets us well into uh, you know 2024 here. So when these these markets here uh, being pretty soft and uh, tricky, so this is uh, a very good non-dilutive way to finance. We think it was the the best uh, option here moving forward. Right. So I'm so intrigued by this. Um, obviously, um, Frank and Nevada, that's a huge endorsement. The fact that you know they're not going to give you their money for free. It's uh, you know so they're, they're going to take a. a, a, a you know, a little slice for that, but they also don't want to waste their money. So um, how long did that deal take to put together and why, why are they looking at you? I mean, you're like 55 million market cap company. Is this a normal deal for them? Normal, uh, I mean, no, it seems, I seems you're a small company compared to the normal size of deals that they do, is I guess where I'm getting at. Yeah, no, it's it's a huge endorsement. Uh, as you say, Matt, it's, um, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're humbled and it's, uh, you know, we, we can, you know, you can have a better group in this situation for us and, I should note that it's uh, six million US for the royalty, but we, they're also doing a, a million dollar uh, private placement here as well with us. So uh, that's another, you know, put in their stamp of approval. You know, they certainly see, uh, you know, the, the the positives of the Spences Bridge Gold Belt and Shovel Nose. And yeah, it's it's been uh, we're probably been four or five months now, sort of working on this. And um, it, w- it was one of our goals uh, probably for the last year to look at more creative, non-dilutive ways to finance. That's something we're very cognizant of is our, obviously our shareholders and our share structure. And we thought this is the, the best way to move forward. So what, are the, what do they know that the market doesn't? Because if I look at the reaction back in beginning of April, you put out that amazing hole, 37 grams per ton over, I think it's 23 and a half meters, okay? People are super, super excited. And then you didn't deliver any more holes like that. So. Explain what Frank are looking looking at. They seem to be comfortable with this low sulfidation model, with the occasional high sulfidation hole every now and again. So why isn't the market? Yeah, I mean it's uh, you know it's these systems, these low sulfidation epithermal systems can be uh, a little tricky and and uh, take a bit of time to to unearth. And and I think uh, you know what to be honest, Matt. After we drilled our south zone and and the one point one million ounce resource there. You know, we were hitting these, you know, four or five hundred gram meter intersections. I, to be honest, I didn't think I'd see another one, especially two kilometers away from the south zone. So I think any group that goes up to our property, and we've toured many, that's that's no secret. 
they they all agree this is a very strong system, but it can take a little bit of sleuthing to unearth. So I think they see the big picture here. I think they see just not only on shovel nose, but I think they see this as a district scale opportunity, you know, hence them, you know, the the royalty throughout all four of our, our projects. So, uh, yeah, it's just a big, uh, you know, coming from them. It's just nice for them to see the the potential here. Right. Okay. I know you've got this million ounces in your back pocket already, but you, with, with this money, how, how do you allocate that capital? What's the best use of proceeds? As you say, in quite a tight market, it also in a market was highly competitive down at down at your level. Um, what are you going to be spending that on? Yeah. Well, we're going to c- continue uh, on the drill bit. Obviously, we got uh, two rigs on shovel nose. Uh, one of those is actually we're heading up to our. Skunka project up to the northwest, which we've never drilled before. We've had this project since 2017, but for various reasons, most notably our success at Shovel Nose, uh, we haven't really put many resources. Uh, we've we've been up to Skunka, but we haven't drilled it. So this year we're going to be uh, drills turning by end of this month. So be some money there, see what we have at Skunka, then of course continue to uh, develop on Shovel Nose, and we have hundreds of targets there that we uh, we see a lot of potential in. And, and off this main four-kilometer strike where we we have the south zone, we had that bit of, big intercept you mentioned, and we're continuing to see this vein as we work our way to the northwest. But we're also, uh, we're also getting back to the basics a little bit, doing a lot of boots on ground, geologists in the field, prospectors getting... Uh, there's a lot of ground to be explored here. It's a 17,000-hectare property, which it's it's hard to say we've been here for 10 years, 10-plus 10 years, that... It's underexplored, but we've been focusing pretty heavily on this this uh, four kilometer long structure. But I, 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 we got lots of targets that we've been, uh, you know, delineating over the past couple of years. Yeah, like I, I think the early years you were cash constraints. I don't think it's any surprise that um, you're starting to sort of ramp things up now. Um, you've got this money. The bulk of the money um, from Frank and Nevada is in the form of an NSR. So clearly they think you'll get into production or this asset will get into production, right, at some time, because that's how they make their money. There's a little bit of equity in there, but you've also got to play the equity game. You've got to kind of drive the value of this thing up because that's what your shareholders want because that's how they make um, their money. So you've got to get that balance um, right. So what are the things that you think or you guys discuss internally which kind of you know drive that because you, you you're explorers at heart. You want to kind of make other discoveries and you kind of want to you know, build up the picture here, but you've also got to build up those ounces. You've got to build up those economic ounces. There's got to be another study some coming down the line sometime soon. So how, how are you playing this over the next 18 months? Yeah, no, that's an excellent question too, Matt. I, I think the, the big thing is here, we want to build our gold and silver inventory. That's no secret. We want to add ounces here. We, we see the uh, you know the two million ounce mark being a kind of a magic number where where many groups are are you know they start getting more interested at that point. We we believe this will be a mine of some sorts even where it is right now, but it's not going to get the interest of you know some of the. Uh, I mean, locations key here. I, we've spoken many times, and it's uh, right off a major highway in Canada. We're half an hour from uh, the city of Merritt, so it's. Uh, you know that's obviously bodes well for for what we are, but it's yeah we want to find more with the drill bit and and hence so that's where a lot of this money will go to to unearth it. You're finding more gold here, and then uh, likely next year at some point, not no time frame yet, but we'll look to uh, probably come out with a, a resource. Then we we'll also have a an underground component likely as well at the south zone, which uh, we think is probably going to be better than the the open pit scenario, which is already really good, but. Uh, just depending on where the economics will drive that. And we're not thinking economics yet. We're thinking let's find more 
gold, then we'll get to that next uh, that next number resource uh, add to that. So, and as you know, there's a lot of companies out there with um, selling their companies without a resource. Or and I think you're exactly right, Matt. You drill a 23 meters at 37 grams there, and then it kind of fizzles out. But I think once again, with these systems, they're very you can hit a good example for for your listeners if they're interested. Is a, we have a slide in our deck now, uh, an analog to Pajingo in Australia. It's very you hit here and you might not hit next to it, but those ounces add up, and that's I think we're we're going to see more good intercepts. It's just a matter of time, right? So and also just kind of conscious of the you know, inflation has hit explorers and producers alike, right? So in terms of the drills, you're sticking with how, how many drills are you sticking with? Have you slowed the, are you going to slow the program down despite having the money or are you ramping it up? I mean, again, how do you play that? Yeah, and that's, that's been a big topic here at, at Beaver Creek and all our meetings amongst the, the various uh, uh, people we're meeting with. That's uh, you know, a big topic, right? Are you, are you ramping things up? And this is of course, nobody knowing that we are, we've, we've raised this money, but uh um, that that's a big big topic here. Is do you ramp up? Do you slow down in these markets? You're not you're not getting the are uh, you getting the attention of the market with with things that aren't necessarily unless they're 23 meters or 37 grams. So for us now, we're keeping with two two rigs. That seems to be a, a good number for us. Then once again, that one's moving to Skunka. Then we'll have that one back in the winter to have two rigs again. So that that two rigs seems, but. Uh, Certainly, we could be ramping up this time, or sorry, early next year, if the market looks like it's going to show some uh, a, a bit of turn here. And that's what some people are saying here. Everyone has an opinion, but uh, a lot of people think this something might happen in, in the junior space here in the, in the next couple months. But I, I keep my head, we keep our head down and, uh, and, and, try, and, and try and do our job here and, and get shareholder uh, uh, you know, uptick here. So that's our goal. And that we think we can do that with the drill bit. Right. Okay. And I'm going to come back to the Franklin Nevada bit because it's it's a, it, in terms of the endorsement component because it's kind of a guide for investors who perhaps don't necessarily um, haven't got the experience or the knowledge or the know how to do the proper diligence. Saying a company like Franklin Nevada does this, they don't pick up cheap, ineffective NSRs, and they're hoping that hope that they'll flip it down the road or they'll receive the same kind of multiples across their portfolio. So. Um, what was it that they saw in you? Because I, I, you know, I can't go over the fact that they would invest in a, a company as, as small as yours if they didn't believe the asset had some huge upside to it. So what are the key things that they're looking for? If they're not worried about how long it takes to get there, because you know, I think royalties tend to have a longer um, you know, approach to this, um, what were the things that led them to believe this thing's going to get into production? You kind of got some high, high topograph, typographical, topographical component to this, and you kind of, kind of lower stuff. You've got the you know, high grade and the low grade. So they must believe that I've got some sense of how this thing actually gets mined and have some sense, like you know, people do in the industry do very early on, that the economics will stack up. So what were the, what were the actual conversations? What were they pointing at? Again, tell me more about that. Yeah, you know what? It, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't in to. We didn't get into too much depth about the, you know, the the mining, how they foresee that going. I think it was really at at this stage, as you mentioned, you know, a a pretty a relatively small company. Uh, since comparing it to someone like Franco, yeah, it's uh, for for them. I think it's them seeing the ability to get to multi million ounces, and I think just once again our location. And I think when when people get up there, I think it's a real. Uh, I, I think you may go, oh, that, that West Haven looks kind of interesting. But when you're actually boots on ground on the property, I think you get a good idea of the lay of the land. It, it looks, you know, I'm not a miner. I will just say that out of, uh, um, I, I 
I don't, you know, um, I won't pretend to be, but it, when you get up there, you see it's the, the lay of the land's very, um, it, it's good for, uh, you know, it's what you want to see. There's no, there's no big red flags. There's no big lakes. There's no big rivers. It's, um, you know, a pretty, you know, a, a good, good spot to be. And, and for them though, I think really it's the potential, the multi-million ounce potential that they see. And, um, cause I, I don't think, uh, you know, I, I don't think, uh, you know, royalty groups is a very competitive uh, sp- spaces, you know, right now. But um, I, I think, you know, Frank for Franco, I just I think they see the, the potential here to add uh, a lot more ounces. Right. OK. And um, t- t- tell me. It sounds simple, but that's that's uh, it, yeah, I think that's what their, their driving uh, force was there. Uh, s- simple works. Simple works. Um, and so with the oh, FM enzyme, um, how much of the new trolling, how much more are you going to be doing there? Because um, I think that's the thing, this area kind of people got excited about, but are you going to step away from that or is, that, is there more work to be done? So we've, uh, well, interesting, you mentioned that we're, we're drilling right now between uh, the northwest towards the Franz from the FMN. There's a gap of about 500 meters we haven't tested and we're still considering to still seeing some, some we're seeing the vein there. So we're following that along. Um, then we're, we've also stepped out a few. We've tested some targets on the periphery. In fact, our news last week, we announced, uh, uh, call it a new discovery. We're not getting too excited. It's nothing earth shattering, but we, we did hit um, on, on both lines. We drilled six holes, uh, 1.2 kilometers to the north of the main structure there. And we hit, uh, you know, six meters of, of gram, 1.23 grams. And another hole, we hit a meter of three and a half grams. So something's going on there. Um, I, I will remind people this is how the South Zone started. We start very little till you you get to learn a little bit more about the geology there. But yeah, this is a, a parallel, what appears to be a parallel structure running a, a 1.2 kilometers to the north of this uh, currently this big one. So uh, that's our 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 very uh, true belief that there's going to be a lot more of these, and that's that's what we're focusing on now. We got uh, lots of. Our team working on this. Uh, we have been for you know better parts of three years, really focusing on uh, periphery targets uh, along with this strike. Right. Okay. And, t- and tell me what's the mood um, there because I think you, you've been there for a day, and I've got a full day lined up for, um, now and, and, and probably tomorrow as well. But um, with regards to the precious metal markets, um, normal rules don't seem to apply. It's under a lot of pressure. Seventeen hundred gold, um, silver down as well. Um, People are asking you, you know, how you look after, you know, um, being guardians of your your shareholders' capital. Do you do you wind down? Do you ramp up? Do you stay steady as steady as you go? But are they concerned about the precious metal market, or is it all really a, a case of people are looking for where they're going to be able to deploy their capital in in the near term? What are investors saying? Yeah. That- that's another very good, uh, good good question again because it's it, it really varies and depending who you talk to, there's some people who you know they are very down on uh, the market in general and they they have no money deploy. They're they're uh, they're they're not overly optimistic at least right now. But then you talk to other groups that have a lot of money deploy and see this as a bottom. Um, some are calling this. Uh, a long bar, a long bear market, a four hundred. In fact, one I won't name his name, but named a four hundred day bear market inside of a bigger bull market. So um, there's there's optimism that this is going to by year end. This is going to you know hopefully get an uptick. But uh, Matt, I don't I, I don't like to talk about it very often. I mean, this is my thing. I try and stay out of the big macro picture. But generally, the feeling here is, is very good. It's um, I think people are happy to be back in person, and uh, the mood seems to be pretty good. It's um, 
I, I haven't got out and socialized too much yet, but um, yeah, everyone seems to be, uh, you know what, there's, that's another thing I'll just touch on is in, in and around working around BC, at least there's, there's no shortage of programs going on. You can't find uh, drillers, for example, you can't, workers are hard to come by, geologists are hard to come by. It's, it seems like it's very busy. So um, that, if that's the sentiment, then I, I think we're in good shape. I think so. And I guess with uh, your new non-dilutive capital, um, you don't have to worry about what's going on in the market for uh, any time soon. Uh, Gareth, good, yeah, to, well. good to see you, buddy. Um, good luck with the meetings. Hope they all go well. Um, and stay in touch. Let us know how you get on with the new drilling, okay? I appreciate it, Matt. Thank you. Have a good day.